0: Apple's service revenue successes, and the great app store debate begins. This is Mac Voices. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Collide ensures only secure devices can access your cloud apps. It's Zero Trust, Tailor made for Okta. Book a demo today at Collide.com/slash MacVoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, it's a Valentine's Day Mac Voices Live on YouTube at youtube.com/slash Mac Voices TV. We have a surprisingly large panel and a very nice crowd in the uh, in the chat room as well. I'm not sure what that says about our respective love lives, but hey, you know that's just the way it goes. <laughs> um, but I've also been informed by our panel that let's see, um, it's Frederick Douglass's birthday. It is, um, according to the chat room, it's uh, Arizona's birthday, and uh, it's also the uh, anniversary of the Saint Valentine's Day Massacre. So. Choose your, choose your holiday wisely. That's all I can tell also, you. Also, it is Chocolate Lovers Month, and it is uh,
1: uh, National Children's Dental Health Awareness Month. There's some delicious irony there.
0: Yeah, really. That's almost as bad as having it on Halloween. But
2: <laughs> So anyway... Day.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we're going to see what happens here tonight. Um, We have a few stories, we have a lot of fun people, and uh, we're just going to let it rip. Uh, So let's go around the room, see who made it here tonight. Um, And if not, we hope uh, the the other panel members are enjoying the evening with their significant others. Uh, First up, in the corner of the Angels, David Ginsberg is here. David, good to have
3: you. Good to be here, Chuck. Thanks for having me. It's uh, Yeah, uh, it is Valentine's Day, but uh, we're okay with that. And I don't mind. Yep, exactly. Eric is here.
0: Eric, it's good to see you. Uh, we just talked yesterday, uh, although only you and Jeff and I know that um, because that show hasn't been released yet. But it's
3: great to have you. Yeah, it's great to be back, even if it's, you know, right away. Yeah, like to be yeah, here. exactly. Raining outside, so it's nice and comfortable inside. My lime tree started blooming. So, yeah, it's a good night.
0: Did you say lime tree? Yeah. Okay. You you grow your own limes? Well,
3: not yet, but I'm hopeful this year. Okay. The lemons are just little teeny tiny things, so I'm ho- hopefully the lime
0: tree will catch up. Okay, this is a man who's dedicated to the margar- a serious margarita. He's growing his okay. own limes.
1: I, I was That's thinking gin a- mule, but yeah, margarita that works too. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there you go. There you go. California, that
4: wouldn't be a big deal, but erickson Wisconsin.
0: Yeah, yeah, well,
2: that's not what you think of for citrus.
0: (laughs) I have my fingers crossed. (laughs) We, We will now. We will now. Speaking of Jen, Jeff Gammon is here. Jeff, good to see you.
1: <laughs> it, it's good to see you, Chuck. And uh, you, you made a, a comment about you don't know what it says about uh, about our love lives that we're all here. What it says is that I love all of you and I'm so happy to get to spend uh uh such an important day with uh with my extended digital family.
0: Well said, Jeff. Well said. I and I especially agree on the extended digital family. It's uh, it, it's funny what happens when you get a group together like this uh once a week for we've been doing this for a while and it does turn into a bit of a family. And we have the family too in the chat room as well because we have the same folks mm-hmm. showing up week after week and we enjoy them as well. Uh last but not least uh from somewhere out in space uh Mr. Jim Ray has arrived. Jim, good to see you. Are, are you coming in on one of those UFOs? Or are you going to be shot down?
4: I, I hate to break it to you, but we are all coming from somewhere out in space. What? <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. Wow. That's one of the most deep and profound things I, I have heard, <laughs> and it is so true. Coming That's... to you live from outer space,
4: Mac I, Voices. I, I, my background is just a little more zoomed out than those of yours. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh yes i told you it's gonna be a weird night folks i told you it's gonna be a weird night um man well and i think there's one more that uh, may be joining us a little bit later of course that's one that checked in and said that he might be so we'll see um so we have a couple different things want to bring up tonight um the first one and for some reason i'm still having trouble throwing things into the youtube chat room so i'll just have to throw it into our private chat and then folks if you want to see it we'll describe it um and you can go and get it yourselves later. I'm sorry about that. Um, my chat window has not appeared. Where it is? There it is.
4: It's not a link, I guess. Well, it probably is a link, huh?
0: Yeah, it is. It is. Um, but this um, this is an article that came out from um, Finbold. Is it? Yeah, Finbold. Um, so That's basically uh, whatever that is. Yeah, news well, and it bold. Basically, <laughs> Yeah. it's a finance it's a it, it's a finances uh, app uh, or excuse me site but it says apple services now generate the headline is apple services now generate more revenue than Nike and McDonald's combined now that's just the services and and i can I first heard about this uh on Ken Ray's show uh Mac OS Ken. Uh, where they're comparing, you know, Apple's services revenue, just that portion of the Apple business. And it beats out a staggering number of companies that you would think of as, you know, monsters. Um, And that they include Coca-Cola, Boeing, Nike, American Airlines. uh, Again, McDonald's, Netflix. Um, You know, this is just what Apple makes on services.
4: I think we and could so, just generalize to anything Apple does is bigger than any other two things.
0: Well, Jim, I I agree with you. But, you know, when you think about it, and, and again, I'll, I'm going to quote from the article, the revenue emanated from services including Apple uh, Apple iCloud, I guess is what they meant, Apple TV, Apple App Store, Apple Music, Apple Arcade, and Apple Fitness Plus. And I don't think of any of those as I did not up till reading this article. I didn't think of any of those as being, like, massive until I looked at this. And I guess it's the combination of all of them. I would have thought Apple Music and iCloud might have been the largest, but... I would have well, app-, app Store is the largest. The app Store, yeah. yeah, I, think, yeah that, I think
4: App Store is probably bigger yeah. than all of those put
1: together.
0: Yeah, but, you know, just, just the idea that Apple is making this much money and... We all can remember when there was a bit of a discussion about should Apple be getting into services
4: and I, I how think, they work You know, for. I think developers are very painfully aware of this number. Like, hey, that's our 30%. Well,
0: <laughs> 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 well, you're right, Jim. This has not been without controversy, that part of it anyway. Um, that, But at the same time, you know, we've had that discussion a number of times here on the show and I don't know. I look at it and just think okay, they built the store, they they maintain the store, they maintain the security and all that. I'm not about to tell you what, you know, a, a local store would charge you to put a product in their store.
1: But, but local stores their their percentage was uh typically 80 or 90%. Not 30%. 80 what's 80 or 90%? The uh, the cut that retailers, like like physical retailers, would take, versus uh, uh, Apple.
4: No, they take like teeny tiny little percentages.
1: They were making a lot more off of the products. Now, um, so their actual in store cut, uh, depending on on everything else that that played into their expenses, would be a low percentage. But based on the amount of money that that a company would make um, selling to a physical retailer, they can make a lot more with Apple taking a 30% cut than they would make if they had a physical product in a store.
4: Oh, we weren't having this discussion. Oh, we weren't. <laughs> but,
1: and yet, here we are. Underpants... Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I mean, yeah, we, we can have that discussion if we want to. But at the end of the day, you know, <clears throat> yeah, it, it it also crosses over into the question of, is the App Store a monopoly? But on the other hand, you know, Apple's building the iPhone and the iPad. I see you shaking your head, Jim. Uh, not,
4: I didn't say anything. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All all those stellar dust clouds were being sh- agitated by the, <laughs> right. the motion. Now of your we just head. lost
1: another nebula. Think yeah. of all the stars that don't get to be born. I hope you're happy now. <clears throat> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. It, it. Um. I mean there there are a lot of different angles to it, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. Until somebody says it can't be, and there are various factions that would like to see that happen, but I don't. So I don't know what that would do. I mean, if that thirty percent got cut down to 20%, 10%. I mean, okay, Jim, we'll put you on the spot. What do you think is a fair number?
2: Ten. Wow. Okay.
1: Do we know what Apple uh, spends to uh, maintain the App Store? because that would would help us determine what would be a fair percentage. Well, so also, if they take 10%, remember, does that mean that Apple would be taking a
4: loss? Uh and well, and I honestly don't know. I don't Apple know. Apple seems to think it's fine that Facebook and Amazon and um Twitter and um you know on and on and on all the things that are free that are huge you know, amounts of downloads and then Apple makes nothing off of them. So apparently that's okay.
2: Um, you know, Apple's
4: decided that, you know, we can give this away to the biggest players, you know, but it just depends on how you make your money. You know, if you make your money by selling advertising, then okay. Apple service is free, but if you actually want to, you know, N- not make the cust the 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 user the uh you know you don't want to sell the user then you know you've got to pay through the nose
0: okay thank you jim you put me in the uncomfortable very uncomfortable position of defending google and facebook but there is there's a whole, I would think there's a whole lot less cost associated with maintaining those accounts outside of outside of bandwidth i mean let's just take take that out but you it's an interesting point
4: well we we know what it you know you can look at stripe or you know various other payment services we we know what that costs you know so we can we can look at what the the cost is for providing payment services, and it ain't thirty percent um, you know I, I I'm a stripe customer and it's like three three and a half percent and you know if you go to things like gumroad or whatever that are doing a little more you know it's six seven percent but it's not 30 percent. so
1: well apple's providing more than just the transaction service
4: right but that's the only thing that differentiates a for pay app from free app
1: yes um, okay. Here, here's the way I see it. And, uh, and I'm not saying this is right or wrong, but it's just the way I see it. What Apple's doing by allowing some of the big name players to, uh, to skate by without having to pay the 30%. This is Apple's strategy for buying visibility for the platform and buying relevance for the platform and uh, and even though the iphone is the the big mobile platform today if it were to lose those big names then it would eventually lose relevance and apple doesn't want that therefore they are subsidizing the platform in that sense by allowing the big name players to have a deal that no one else gets
4: yeah, and I'm not sure it's really big name players. There's lots of small free apps, and they're you know, and most of that app store money, you know, is like Candy Crush and whatnot. You know, um, that's I think why you know they they made the small developer program, which you know it's like okay, we'll give you 15 because honestly mm-hmm. we don't care the amount of money we get from you is tiddlywinks anyway. So it's just you know we'll get some good PR by lowering it to 15%. So I'm I'm not sure that it's like big versus little, you know, in some ways this is a clash of the Titans that, you know, has nothing to do with me and I'm not in the app store, but, um, uh, you know, it's like, well, who's, who's going to get the money um, ever? What the, heck is the you know, whatever name, you know, big game companies or, or Apple, you know, they're, they're fighting over. It's a, it's a power thing. Um, And they're they're really neither one of them are very um, sympathetic characters.
0: This edition of Mac Voices is supported by Collide at collide.com slash Mac Voices. Our sponsor, Collide, has some big news. If you're an Okta user, they can get your entire fleet to 100% compliance. How? If a device isn't compliant, the user can't log into your cloud apps until they fix the problem. It's that simple. Collide patches one of the major holes in zero-trust architecture, device compliance. Without Collide, IT struggles to solve basic problems like keeping everyone's OS and browser up to date. Unsecure devices are logging into your company's apps because there's nothing there to stop them. Collide is the only device trust solution that enforces compliance as part of authentication, and it's built to work seamlessly with Okta. The moment Collide's agent detects a problem, it alerts the user and gives them instructions to fix it. If they don't fix the problem within a set time, they're blocked. Collide's method means fewer support tickets, less frustration, and most importantly, 100% fleet compliance. Visit com slash macvoices to learn more or book a demo. That's collide, K-O-L-I-D-E dot com slash macvoices. Collide.com slash Mac Voices. Thanks to Collide for their support of Mac Voices. So, Ben in the chat room says, depends on if cutting that 30% would bring app types to the store that bring in more revenue. Apple is making all that money on 30% of relatively cheap apps. Brian points out that something that's so easy to overlook and we often forget it. But he asks, and, and correctly so, does Apple still cheer that percentage down? Doesn't it move to 15% after the first year for the companies with lower than $1 million in gross revenue? Yeah, that, I, that's actually, what Jim was talking about.
4: At, yeah. Well, there's there's two things. One is if you're under a million in revenue, you can apply for the small business program and it's 15% right away if you get in that program um, until you go above it. The other is if it's a subscription app, the revenue goes it goes to 15% after the first year. So if you have a customer the you know the first year of that customer subscription apple gets 30% the second year apple gets 15%. Now originally it was just 30% all across the board so these are these are changes they
2: they made um later
0: in response to developer concerns.
4: I, you know, I think more, you know, they're worried that like the EU is going to come in and say, you know, you're a monopoly and we're going to take the whole thing away. So they're, they're trying to give away pieces to forestall that, you know, small pieces, make sure they get to keep the big pieces, which, you know, if I was Tim Cook, that's what I'd do too, I guess. Sure, David, but you know David, when Exxon does it, everyone's like evil corporation. And when Apple does it, well, to be fair, it, Exxon
1: like, <laughs> is an evil corporation.
4: <laughs> they are. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah. But I'm, the point is that Apple gets a pass for some reason. Um, even when they're doing uh, uh, maybe it has something things.
1: to do with 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 uh, Apple's lack of uh, of massive oil
0: spills or <laughs>
1: underpants.
0: Yes. <Yeah. laughs> David is is the app store, and I'm and I'm. I want to ask the chat room too. Do you all feel that the app store is a monopoly? And Jim, I know no more stellar cloud dis- destruction. We understand that you but you do.
3: <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think it's a monopoly. I, I think it's it's open but protected. You know, it's protected from uh, all the gobbledygook that's in all the other app stores that are you know, on, on other platforms like uh, like Android uh, and. <clears throat> i don't I personally don't think it's a monopoly I know a lot of people out there th- are out there do think that um but i mean we we knew when services when they when they when they came out with these apple bundles and being able to have everybody buy everything at once and making it so much easier to to do that compared to having to buy everything individually i mean you when you look at the trend here you know that the apple bundle has been around for maybe a year or two and um boy it's uh, it's made quite a Quite a leap in in Apple Services revenue, that's for sure. And the last the last quarter was just phenomenal. So, uh, but no, I don't. I don't think it's a. I I personally can. Can I suggest a thought experiment? Sure.
4: Imagine Apple App Store, you know, as it is now, and somehow magically tomorrow, Elon Musk is in charge of it. God forbid. <laughs> Why it's not a it's not a monopoly. Um, you know well, the fact is it is a monopoly, but it's a you know kind of benevolent monopoly. So you know and 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 there are definitely benefits to it. I mean you know I'm not sure that I feel like the wild west is is the best way. Um, but you know, you know I mean the the best. The best uh, form of governance is a is a benevolent king, right? I mean, that's you know. But the problem is the kings wind up not being benevolent
2: eventually. Um,
0: I'm not sure that's the the best example, Jim. I, um, but hey, before we go farther, I want to I want to welcome the man who um, came in second uh, as the MVP for the Super Bowl, <laughs> Webb Bixby, right behind. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, my
5: good friend Patrick Mahomes. So, hello, everybody. Yeah, and I and I want to talk to Jim about this ten percent margin that uh, Apple should charge. <laughs> uh, that that just that, that I was I was eating spaghetti at the time and it went all over the room when he said that.
4: <laughs> oh, I wish I'd been there. <laughs> I want to see that. <laughs> oh. Glad to do my well, part, Web. <laughs> but
0: before before you get into that, um, I, I asked the question to of the chat room, is, is it uh, a monopoly, yes or no? Paul says no. Ben says yes. Brian says, with the importance that I need my phone to be safe from a security standpoint, I appreciate everything going through the App Store. I feel better to save passwords, credit card numbers, et cetera. Um, and Ben uh, it chimes in with the iOS App Store, has been instrumental in stifling uh, AAA gaming on Apple platforms. Um, and ben seems to take um, issue with the word benevolent. I can't get Xbox Game Pass on my iPhone due to Apple's policies. Uh, I don't think that's right, Ben. What I mean, maybe I'm. Listen, I'm the last one that should be talking about Xbox. But what policies are you talking about, other than the I, I
1: know what he's talking about? Oh, okay. what he's talking about is uh, is Xbox or Microsoft wants to do that that whole Game Pass where. Um, you have access to all the apps through, through one thing. And Apple says, no, you need to have a separate app for each game. And because of that, Microsoft is not doing their whole game pass on, on iOS. And, and I don't blame them. What a total pain in the ass that would be for them to have to, uh, to manage all of that content in a completely different way than they already <coughs> do for, uh, just to, to support iOS.
0: Bring you know, Jeff, remind me to bring that up later. We want, I want to come back to that later, but we'll finish this discussion first.
4: Whether you want to call it a monopoly or not, I mean, it, there's no question that Apple is, you know, hugely bending the market there. Like, you know, for example, Kindle. You know, I've got a Kindle reader on my iOS device. If I want to buy a book, I can't buy it through that app that would be the obvious thing that you know very con- you know i would want well, that, to do that's amazon's choice That's amazon's yep no it's apple's choice it is apple will not let you buy digital goods in an app
2: forbidden
1: i so, thought you could as long as uh, you paid or uh, as as long as the company paid their 30% well okay um so it's not for well, bids. And you, it's They're not just choosing you, 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 not to do it
4: you have to pay which is impossible there's no there's that margin isn't there right you know that that's not possible um there's no 30 percent margin that kindle could give away to to apple and secondly you have to do it through apple's apis which would mean that you know they'd have to put like millions of that's also impossible um and you know whether you say it's good or bad. How can you say that that is not you know Apple changing you know the rules under which how things are are, are done? You, you you know on the web you you know people do what they want, you know, and and customers either buy it or they don't mm-hmm. uh, on iOS devices. You, you know you either play but and i guarantee you there are tons of apps that have never been created and never become available because people just like you know what i can't take the risk that um you know our investors basically say that we can't take the risk that you know we develop this thing and then apple says no no soup for you um
0: Somebody correct me, though. I want to make because sh- Jim, I want to make sure that one point is accurate. Uh, as far as there's a prohibition on selling digital goods, don't game manufacturers do that all the time in the App Store? That they can sell things. Am I wrong on that?
4: Yeah, they they can. They, they, yeah. So well, they they can those... do it through Apple's APIs.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, but those are digital goods, so there's no pro- but, prohibition. But,
4: but, but there's there's no way that Amazon could sell you know, 5 million books through Apple's APIs, Apple's APIs won't eat, you know, so they'd have to, you know, you know, it works fine. Like, Oh, I've got a game and I've got like three in-app purchases. Okay. You can do that. But, um, you know, there's no way, you know, imagine trying to use Apple's in-app purchase mechanism, which I think is pretty, you know, cr- crummy anyway. Like, you know, you look at an app and it's like, I can't even figure out what are these things? Right? Anybody else have that problem? You, you look at it and it's like, oh, there's you know, five different in app purchases are down and they've got these tiny little descriptions. Like, I don't even know what what is this? What do I get if I buy this? Um Jim, but, I understand I mean, your point? Imagine imagine if there was two million in app purchases, um, and it had to be selected through that API, which is what it would be
0: web t- take off uh because I also want to get you in on the ten percent discussion
5: yeah um I, there there are I'm trying to figure out how to articulate this I, I understand that that um, the the thirty percent that margin that that uh, or a haircut that that uh, Apple puts in and that could be somewhat excessive to some people. I think the book model's a little bit different than it is for the apps, but I could be wrong uh, and I also just right up front. Jim has perspective on this that I don't being a developer. So, so I, I can understand kind of where, where he's coming from. Um, I also think that it, as Jeff started to point out earlier, that there is an awful lot of infrastructure that Apple has already paid for and they put in place, they maintain it and they have to, to do that. So, so they have some overhead. So it's not like the, the 10% or 30% is all just pure profit. Um, um, but I, I, I Yes and and remember that Apple developed the whole app store for really one reason it wasn't to distribute software for their products it was to generate revenue for themselves so um that's kind of my take on it um uh some of the things were said earlier about about the the safety and the security and knowing that the app's been vetted uh is something that i as a consumer I do appreciate um but uh it, if they cut it from from thirty percent to to twenty percent say, do you think the vendors are going to decrease their prices mm. i I don't see that happening um they're going to increase their 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 margins so anyway there's there's some of my thoughts
0: so Paul in the chat room says, how much would you spend if Apple wasn't there to take it to market? it being an app just to get it in front of your customers and I think uh, that's that's a piece that you know. If, if there was an app store, I mean, how would how would you find apps? And, I, and we have an issue of discoverability, and we know that. Yeah. But at, at the end of the day, I know where I can go to look for apps for my phone. And the search capabilities may not be great, but they're not terrible.
4: I know where and to so- go, too. Google. You will <laughs> never find an app in the app store, even if you know the exact name of it. Three out of four times you type that name in and you get you know a bunch of other crap before you find the thing that you actually want um, um i i I think that's a reverse argument that Apple is a negative, and certainly Apple is not putting your app in front of customers unless you get featured um, it, it,
0: but they're but they're giving you that that place to go that's that store if you will to go and access it just like if I want to go and buy you know a pair of um Of Docker's Pants. You know, okay, I've got to go to the department store to get Docker's Pants because the grocery store doesn't sell them, and the gas station certainly doesn't sell them. So,
4: Um, Well, they probably have it on a website. Um, You know, that's a URL. URLs cost $15 a year.
0: uh, Yeah, but...
1: well, that's actually not a fair statement the u r l costs fifteen dollars a year, but you also have the cost of uh of hosting and uh and the cost for all the people that are uh maintaining your website and then the cost of data and then the cost of the the databases and 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 on and
4: on well, and on and and you know let's go back. We just said what seventy four billion dollars. Apple is not spending seventy-four billion dollars on hosting, or and all that other stuff. They, you know, they might be spending a hundred million. Um, that's you know, wildly, you know, yeah, it's not free, but it's not seventy-four billion dollars worth. All right, so and, here's and that's another sort of, thought That's experience. sort of where we start. You know, we're celebrating that Apple has managed to extract seventy-four billion dollars for these services, and you know, I submit that. That's, you know, you know, Google also is, you know, extracting this huge, you know, and they've they've made a monopoly of advertising. And, you know, they're, um, you know, you basically have to go through Google if you want to advertise and they're charging wildly
2: inflated prices.
0: Jim, I think it's really interesting, though, that you would direct me to Google as opposed to an app store. So you're encouraging me to go sell myself to Google. No, no,
4: no. Um, I'm telling so you that app. if I want to find an app, this is just, my, I'm not directing you. I'm telling you, if I want to find something, I will never go to the app store and search because I know that's hopeless. I go to Google and do the search and 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 then, okay, find the exact you know thing. And maybe hopefully it has a, you know, click here to open the app store. Because I know that I, you know, so I'm not, I, I'm I'm speaking as a consumer when I'm saying go to Google, not as a, you know, as a developer or whatever. I'm just saying for my own uses when I want to find something, um, the app store it just doesn't work for me. Maybe it works for you, but and I know a lot of people that say the same thing as I'm saying it just it just doesn't work, and I never go to the app store except, you know hopefully I've got a link that says open an app store and it goes right to it and I can do my thing and get out. Um, Secondly, if I just have a name, okay, then, you know, we can try it. And then, you know, but, you know, invariably, even though I've got the exact name of the app, then I've still got to wade through a bunch of other stuff to get to what, you know, what that is. All right. So
1: another question. And I just want to make sure I'm clear on this. So we've been talking about how much revenue Apple's bringing in through its services. Is there any chance we're conflating that with profit they're making on services? How much of this revenue are they actually spending to to maintain and support these services?
4: Well, that's why the question of whether it's monopoly is important. If it's not a monopoly, no, of course, companies can make you know, whatever there should be no limit. But if it if, if it's a monopoly, then yes, we do say that you know companies that are monopolies should be there should be oversight and, and regulation. So that's why the, the most you know real important question is is it monopoly?
0: Eric, you've been very quiet. Um, you did post something in our private chat a little while ago. Um, that you ask if Apple services were spun out into a separate company, would it still work? I I don't know. I don't know. I I mean, I would think that that would make, at least in theory, some of the integrations a little bit more difficult between some of the services and the hardware. Well, that
4: really depends on what was spun off. Yeah, you know. I mean
0: again taking taking a look at that at that services issue, uh iCloud, you know, iCloud is integrated, Apple TV maybe not quite so much, the App Store obviously is, Apple Music obviously is, Apple Arcade is, I can't speak to Apple Fitness Plus. It's integrated. So, I mean how you know, and how much of a separate company you know, I mean FileMaker is not the best example, but it's the only one where I can think of right off the bat that um that was spun off into a separate company.
4: And I think Apple still is. No, at. it's not. It was it's but it was a brought back company. in. It never oh, was it's... a separate company. Uh, oh yeah, it was. Yeah, it was.
0: Yeah, it was.
2: Yes, yeah, it was. It, I'll guarantee it have... you it
4: was. I'll guarantee uh, you it was. No, yeah. it's always been part of Apple. They've they've uh, you know, done naming and they never you know, they've never, um, you know, it's weird because Apple's never emphasized that it's part of Apple. They still don't. But it's been a wholly owned e- entity of Apple since it was um, bought from Neshoba in the early 90s. I mean, Claris was part of Apple as well.
0: Yeah, I forgot about Claris. Yeah.
4: Which, you know, well, FileMaker was part of Claris. and yeah. then then they basically renamed it. You know, FileMaker was the same entity, but it's you know, it doesn't have a separate profit and loss, doesn't have you know, I mean it's just you know, it's it's part of Apple. I mean, you know,
2: Tim Cook can do what he wants with it. FileMaker, Ben says FileMaker is a whole subsidiary. Right. So I, you know, that's not really a separate company, I don't think. Oh if it's a subsidiary,
5: it has its own balance sheet and income statement. Just because Apple owns all the, the shares, but, if you but will. It, but, but, it's, but it's privately like,
4: held, so, you know, I mean, I, 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 if, if Apple Services was spun out that way, would we really say that was separate? I don't think so.
0: On the next edition of Mac Voices, the panel continues their App Store monopoly debate. The chat room weighs in and the issue of app discoverability might point to an Apple search engine. That's next time on Mac voices. I'll see you then. As always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media, get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac voices magazine free on flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all,